0: Love, comes, first. Love, the greatest commandment. The greatest commandment is, to acknowledge the one God and to love the Lord your God. Jesus affirmed that the most important commandment is, Hear O Israel, the Lord, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God, with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor, as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. To love God, and to love one's neighbor as oneself, is much more, than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. This perspective brings us close to the kingdom of God. We should understand what it means, I desire mercy, and not sacrifice, for Jesus came not to call the righteous but sinners. To inherit eternal life, we should read the law as, You shall love the Lord your God, with all your heart, and all your soul, and all your strength, and all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said, Do this, and you will live. The new commandment that Jesus gave us, is that we love one another, just as He has loved us, we should also love one another. This is how we are identified as his disciples, that we love one another. By this it is evident who are the children of God, and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. The commandment of God is that we believe in the name of his Son Jesus, and love one another just as he commanded us. In Christ Jesus neither circumcision, nor uncircumcision, counts for anything, but only faith working through love. Through love, we are to serve one another, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word, you shall love your neighbour as yourself. O no one anything, except to love each other, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment, are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. If, you really fulfill the royal law, according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing well. Jesus' Standard of Perfection when Jesus was asked by a rich man, in Matthew nineteen sixteen 16-21, What good deed must I do to have eternal life? He said, If you would enter life, keep the commandments. But, when questioned about which ones, Jesus did not say all of them, or the entire law of Moses. He only mentioned six commandments. Five of them are from the Ten Commandments, including, You shall not murder, You shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, and honor your father and mother. And he added, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Rather than appealing to the entire law, he appealed to these select group of commandments, consistent with his teachings of righteousness. The man said, all these I have kept. What do I still lack? Jesus further states, in Matthew 19 21, If you would be perfect, go, sell what you possess, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. Here we see Jesus' standard is not the entire Mosaic law, but those principles of God's law that pertain to loving humanity, and living a selfless life. If Jesus believed the 613 commands of the Mosaic law was critical, this would have been the perfect opportunity to say so. Rather, Jesus' prescription was to focus on the principles of goodness, that pertain to love and charity. Jesus' standard of perfection was living a selfless life, as a servant. Not, complete conformance to the law of Moses. Abide in love Jesus said love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also, and from one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you, and from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so too them. He explained, If you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners, love those who love them for he is kind, to the ungrateful and the evil. We are to be, merciful, even as our Father, is merciful. Jesus said, Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned, forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed, down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap? For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. If anyone heard the words of Christ, and did not keep them, he did not judge them, for he did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. The one who rejects Christ and does not receive his words, has a judge, the word that he had spoken will judge them on the last day. For Jesus did not speak on his own authority, but the Father who sent him, Had himself given him a commandment, what to say and what to speak. God's commandment is, eternal life. What Jesus said, he thus said as the Father has told him. As believers, do not pronounce judgment, before the time, before the Lord comes, who will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness, and will disclose the purposes of the heart. By this the Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit and so prove to be disciples of Christ. Jesus said, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. If anyone says, I love God, and hates another, he is a liar. For he who does not love others, cannot love God. This commandment we have from Him, whoever loves God, must also, love his brother. Since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him, we have also obtained access by faith, into this grace which we stand, and we rejoice, in hope of the glory of God. Hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts. Through the Holy Spirit given to us. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, and peace, and joy, in the Holy Spirit. Let us pursue what makes for peace, and for mutual upbuilding. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Whoever fears has not been perfected in love. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ, Jesus. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, he is known by God. If we do not have love, we are nothing if we operate in great faith and spiritual gifts. If we give up our body to be burned, but have not love, we gain nothing. Love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy or boast, it is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way, it is not irritable or resentful, it does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love is lasting into the ages. We should abide in faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Let all that you do be done in love. Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting. For the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. Speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into Him, who is the Head, into Christ, who makes the body grow, so that it builds itself up in love. Let all bitterness, and wrath, and anger, and clamour, and slander, be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. God is love. God is good, His steadfast love endures forever, and His faithfulness to all generations. God is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. God our Savior desires all people to be saved, and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is, one God, and there is, one mediator, between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave Himself as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. Therefore we preach this gospel in faith and truth. The Son of Man was lifted up, that whoever believes in Him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world, that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved, through Him. In this the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son into the world, so that we might live through Him. God shows His love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Love is in this gift of life, that God loved us and sent His Son, to be the propitiation for our sins. If God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. We love, because He first loved us. When Jesus was speaking to the Father in prayer, He said, This is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Jesus further prayed for all who would believe, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them, and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me, and loved them even as you loved me. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. Let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love, does not know God because God is love. Those who believe have come to know the love that God has for us, God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By abiding in love, love is perfected in us, so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment. The Lord is patient toward us, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing, in the heavenly places, even as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. In love, He predestined us for adoption to Himself, as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace, with which He has blessed us in the Beloved. God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, and raised us up with Him, and seated with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages, He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace in kindness toward us. For by grace we are saved through faith and this is not our own doing, it is the gift of God. For this reason, we should bow our knees before the Father, that according to the riches of His glory, he may grant us to be strengthened with power, through his Spirit in our inner being, so that Christ may dwell in our hearts, through faith, that we, being rooted and grounded in love, may know the love of Christ, that surpasses knowledge, that we may be filled, with all the fullness of God. In love, God adopts us as his children. We rejoice in God, through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. All who are led by the Spirit of God, are sons of God. Believers receive the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom they cry, Abba Father. The Spirit bears witness with their spirit, that they are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. Provided they suffer with Him, in order that they may also be glorified with Him. Those who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly. As they wait eagerly, for adoption as sons, the redemption of their bodies. We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined, to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God, in Christ Jesus our Lord. The hope of the resurrection, into eternal life in the coming age, is the hope of becoming children of God, being children of the resurrection. In Christ Jesus, we are children of God, through faith. Those who have put on Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek, neither slave nor free, no male and female, for we are all one in Christ Jesus. And if we are Christ's, then we are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to promise. When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because believers are sons, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into their hearts, crying, Abba Father. So those who believe are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then an heir through God. Thanks to the Father, who has qualified those who believe, to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered them from the domain of darkness, and transferred them to the kingdom of His beloved Son, in whom they have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. In Christ Jesus they are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for His own possession, that they may proclaim the excellencies of Him who called them out of darkness into His marvelous light. Once they were not a people, but now they are God's people, once they had not received mercy, but now they have received mercy. It was fitting that God, for whom and by whom all things exist, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. For he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one source, that is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, I will tell of your name to my brothers, in the midst of the congregation, I will sing your praise. And again, behold, I and the children God has given me. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil. He had to be made like his brothers in every respect, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest, in the service of God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Jesus Christ is the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of kings on earth. Through love he has freed us from our sins by his blood, and made us a kingdom, priests to his God and Father. If anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. If anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation, the old has passed away, behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to Himself, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. For our sake He made Him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in Him we might become the righteousness of God. We should seek to be filled with the knowledge of God's will, in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power, according to His glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy. We must put to death what is worldly in us, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these the wrath of God is coming. We must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from our mouths. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge, after the image of its Creator. There is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, slave, free, for Christ is in all of us who believe. Put on, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness and patience, bearing with one another and, if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. Be imitators of God, as beloved children. Walk in love, as Christ loved us, and gave himself up for us. A fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not be among you, as is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude, joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. For you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure, or the one who is covetous, that is, an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. At one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord, walk as children of light. For the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true, and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. See what kind of love the Father has given to us. That we should be called children of God. Those who are God's children know, when He appears they shall be like Him, because we shall see Him as He is. And everyone who thus hopes in Him purifies himself as He is pure. Everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. Christ appeared in order to take away sins, and in Him there is no sin. No one who abides in Him keeps on sinning, no one who keeps on sinning has either seen Him or known Him. Life by the gift of the Spirit. If you live according to the flesh you will die, but if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. All, who are led by the Spirit of God, are sons of God. Our sufficiency is from God, who has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. If you are led by the Spirit you are not under the law. Repent, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you, and for your children, and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to Himself. God's love is poured into the hearts of those who believe, through the Holy Spirit given to them.